0: Welcome. Listen. Listen. Learn. What What would you you like like to know? Orange. Adjective. Color. Mixture of primaries red and yellow. Name derived from the fruit. Orange. Noun. Fruit. Orange in color. Before the existence of the fruit, the word orange would have been meaningless. Pre-orange-orange occurrences can be more accurately described as yellowy red or reddy yellow. The relationship between human and orange stretches back to the dawn of time. About 360 million years ago, the first seed-bearing plants began to appear. They procreated by literally throwing caution to the wind, dropping their seeds and hoping that a passing breeze would carry them to a suitable spot for a new life to live, grow, and colonize. Those that ventured the furthest prospered. The plants developed strategies to maximize the potential of this method. Growths protruding from their umbilical stems allowed seeds to ride the wind and glide as far away from home as a passing zephyr would allow. However, the plants were always under threat from more sophisticated forms of life. Early herbivorous animals feasted on the flora, killing the seeds of the process. The hungry creatures showed little appreciation of the subtleties of aeronautic design that the plants displayed. The plant's response was to develop a defense mechanism against the animal onslaught. Around the seeds evolved a layer of deadly compounds, a fleshy quilt within which they could hide. For many generations, the animals were taught to ignore the poisonous progeny of the plants who set about perfecting their fleshy force fields. They developed in bright colors to let everybody know just how dangerous they were. However, for the animals, there was always something seductive about the forbidden fruit. While the berries concentrated on developing increasingly vibrant and dangerous-looking color schemes, some forgot all about producing them poisonous toxins which the colors were designed to advertise amongst them the ancestors of our friends the orange the animals quickly saw through this colorful confusion and developed a taste for the soft fleshy fruit but luckily for the plants they chose to spit the pips upon the ground often carrying them many miles further than the wind ever could the potential for collaboration was clear. Would you like to learn more? Improve your mind, listen, learn. A reciprocal relationship developed between animal and fruit, involving complex intergenerational rituals of courtship. The plants competed to attract the attentions of the animals. Tree-dwelling animals, such as our ancestors, the apes, were particularly susceptible to temptation. The trees who drew most attention were those with the largest, the sweetest, and the brightest colored fruit. The oranges' ancestors prospered. Their seed sacs swelled to become glowing orbs of succulent flesh, in perfect proportion for primate hands, sitting upon their branches like beacons, calling upon the apes to devour them. For millions of years ape and orange lived side by side, both dependent upon each other, both grateful for the other's existence. As ape became man, the orange was elevated to a mystical position of cosmic spiritual significance. Yet while they worshipped the fruit, they demonized the seeds, seeing them as evil stones that sullied the succulent flesh. All oranges were therefore cleansed of their seeds before consumption. The seeds were then buried in the dirt, banished the underworld. When a small crop of saplings emerged from the burial ground, this neurotic ritual became a religious ceremony of rebirth. As the humans began to understand the processes involved in these rituals, They saw in them the opportunity to make themselves masters of their own fate, to see the bigger picture, to see the wood for the trees. We redesigned the jungle to fit our needs. Geometric orange groves were plotted to make maximum use of space and yield the biggest crop. To the simple oranges, it didn't matter whether they were growing wild in the jungle or in a farm. To be was to be. But for humans, to be isn't good enough. To be better is best. Oranges could be more orangey. A program of eugenics was embarked upon. Only the purest oranges were allowed to breed. The sweetest, the juiciest, the brightest, the roundest. All inferior fruit were left to rot in designated areas. All unsanctioned procreation was forbidden. The putrid, rotting fruit was collected in trash cans, the contents of which could be disposed of underground in landfill sites. Here was where most orange seeds now ended up. Though of course there was no danger of growth in these toxic conditions. However, this smooth concrete utopia was under constant threat from the trees. Over time, the trees' trunks would buckle and tear the concrete This was not only a costly act of vandalism, but also allowed for the dangerous potential of unsanctioned growth as the dirt was exposed provocatively. There was no choice but to find an alternative to trees. Oranges were now cultivated in the laboratory. Vast biotech greenhouses were constructed in which the oranges could be grown in near perfect conditions. Automatic night vision enabled. Sunlight will be extinguished in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. As human tastes became increasingly sophisticated, the oranges found it more difficult to satisfy their consumers. Synthetic foods were on the rise. The brief trend for organic produce of the 21st century ended following the great plague of the 22nd century, when it was discovered that many organic farms had been built on landfill sites. Antipathy towards the oranges was exacerbated by the problem of the piff-poor splatter specks. Previously regarded as a negligible nuisance of peeling an orange, The splatter of citric acid out of the piff pores was now seen as an intolerable evil. The orange specks across a clean, crisp shirt were frowned upon by all areas of society and could lose you your job. The orange was in desperate need of a relaunch. On 22nd April 2207, all genetic rights were acquired by Oranga Incorporated. But for the efforts of Oranga, the orange may well have been consigned to the history books. The company set about redesigning the orange for a new generation, a generation brought up on synthetic foods, perfectly engineered for their satisfaction. The pith poor spatter spec problem, widely regarded as the fruit's most serious fault, was overcome via an ingenious new technique. Clastoscoping produced oranges with skins that were plasticated, smooth, and without piff pores. The orange no longer required peeling. Upon tapping the base of the plastic sphere, it would conveniently split into eight easy-to-eat segments. The flesh itself was hyper-concentrated, so the oranges were more orangey than ever. The final, and perhaps most important of the modifications, was the removal of all seeds from the fruit. Oranges became sterile sacks of juice and flesh, whose original reason for existence to propagate their species was no longer necessary, as the humans had it all under control. Has dropped below life level. Please engage breathing apparatus and return to your biome. The 23rd century is often known as the Orange Era. Due to the fruit's dominance, oranges were everywhere. Nobody would leave their homes without one. The plastoscoping process had the added benefit of making the oranges bounce like a ball. Parents could send their kids to school with toy and snack in one. The high point for Iran was their sponsorship of the 2262 Astro Soccer World Cup in which a special orange ball was genetically engineered to be used in the competition. At halftime, the first half's ball was split and shared between the two teams. The orange era will ultimately be remembered for its darker side, the consequences of which have left an indelible mark on the history of the planet. Unbeknown to Oranga's impeccable science team, the plaster process had an unexpected side effect. The pif-pores turned out to have quite an important function, allowing excess juice and acid to gently permeate the skin so the oranges could breathe and sweat. However, post-plastoscoping, the skin was impenetrable, and consequently a deadly cocktail of citric acid, sugar, and plastoids, combined to create a compound now commonly known as orangodiamine, orange dynamite. Initially, the danger was small, the odd exploding fruit in the factory was largely ignored. However, over generations, the concentration of dianamine increased. The eastern district of the Amazon Basin, Consumption City, was rocked today by a series of suicidal-centric explosions, which left up to 300 dead. 2,000 people are thought dead after a new New Delhi fruit factory exploded in what appears to be the single worst orange... Soon oranges were exploding everywhere erupting in a shower of plastic shrapnel, which tore through human flesh, cutting people to pieces. At the 22-66 Astros Soccer World Cup final, an exploding ball severed the leg of the England captain as he attempted to score the winning penalty. England subsequently crashed out of the championship. The public reacted strongly. A backlash against all things orange erupted across the world. One ugly incident saw the final living orangutan, crucified by an angry mob, who stormed the facility at which scientists were attempting to clone him for posterity. In 2268, the Human League, a people over plants global nationalist movement, swept into power on an anti-fruit agenda. The apple tree has been wiped out the face of this planet, this, this people's, planet. people's planet. The friends, don't, don't be fooled. Be oranges are not the only fruit. fruit. And as the vast laboratory greenhouse is filled with deadly gases, the oranges slowly withered into extinction. However, the flavor of real oranges lives on today with the many different varieties of synthetic orange offered by Oranga. Tangy traditional, zero sugar, caffeine kick, zingy zangy, and new mango flavor. Oranga. Oranges just got good again. the voices of Ned Shai. And Ruan Xian
1: Music by
0: Yuan Makaoli. This, this public information was, was written and produced, produced by J.J. Stockinson.